0: Hello, this is Dr. David Friedman, host of To Your Good Health Radio. With the constant declining health of our nation, more and more people are suffering from aches and pains, obesity, diabetes, heart disease, and cancer. Unfortunately, we can't always rely on our health care system. Sometimes the best doctor is the person you see when you look into the mirror. We need to take control of our own health. That's the key. And our guest today Ian Hart did just that after suffering a near-death health crisis. He finally made the choice to heal himself, and he's going to offer these same successful blueprints in his new book, Healing Hacks. If you're frustrated with doctors, the health care system, and ready to get off the hamster wheel and reach your optimal health, don't go anywhere. It all starts now.
1: It's To Your Good Health Radio with number one best-selling author and renowned wellness expert, Dr. David Friedman, changing lives just for the health of it.
0: Our next guest is a fitness expert who's dedicated his life and career to helping others reach their optimal health and heal naturally. He's the owner of Back Pain Relief for Life, the simplest and most effective way to eliminate back pain naturally and fast. And co-founder of My Back Pain Coach, He also owns and operates EarthFit, a top-rated group training facility with three locations. His work has been featured in Men's Health Magazine, and he's appeared as a health expert on New York One News. In addition to his work, he also hosts regular wellness retreats in the Costa Rican rainforest. Welcome to the show, author of the book Healing Hacks, Ian Hart.
1: Thank you for having me, Dr. Freeman. I appreciate it. I'm excited to be here.
0: Yeah, it's such a great topic. First, share with us what inspired you to write Healing Hacks? So,
1: um, you know, it was kind of a vision that came to me, but it came to me after I was in the hospital and I made a declaration that I was going to heal myself naturally. And that the only thing that really helped me motivate myself was that I was going to help other people. Like, I had to have something external motivating me because my life was in such a dire situation, and then that was the thing that sparked it. And then a vision came to me after I had gotten myself out of that situation that a book would be the best way to communicate all the information that I had acquired over the years of, of you know, getting healthy.
0: Yeah, now your journey began after hitting a brick wall through conventional medicine. Share with us your story, how you pulled yourself out of the valley and back on the mountaintop of good health. What did you do? Did you, did you get counseling? Did you research? Did you, what, was your, what was your goal to, to get out of that valley? Yeah, so
1: um, I, I should mention that, yeah, I was put I became ill, and it was, a lot of it had to do with med, like medicine that I was given. Um, I talk about fluoroquinolones and, and antibiotics that can be highly dangerous to the body. And so when I ended up in the hospital, I decided, like, I realized, okay, th- this isn't helping me at all, and it's actually making me worse. So I need to go another route. And luckily, I was already in the health and fitness field. I already knew a good bit about health, and I was connected with holistic practitioners. And that's when I reached out to a couple of people I knew, and they connected me with someone who was in Hong Kong, and he all he did was take a hair sample and uh, reviewed my background and history and health history, and he did more for me than any doctor did in three months. And I, that was the confirmation. I was like, "Well, this is <laughs> this obviously tells me that this is one of the best ways to go, or the better way for me to go." And that's that was that was the situation where it was like it clicked. It was an aha moment. And I just continued down that path. I was very deep deep down the rabbit hole. So I had to dig myself up uh, using multiple methods, multiple strategies. And so the first step was um, heavy metal detoxing and killing the microbes in my gut using a Klinghart protocol. I don't know if you've heard of Dr. Klinghart. And so that's what began my journey. It was a natural method. I removed my amalgam fillings. And yeah, so it was. That was the
0: first step. So you detoxed and got clean, and uh, th- also you're, you're pretty well known there as a back pain relief expert, and you created a system that can alleviate back pain in a matter of minutes. Tell us about that.
1: Yeah, so I had been doing that, actually, before I got sick. I I had my own issues with back pain as well. I fell and broke the transverse process, which is part of the vertebrae, playing basketball, and I thought I was doomed for back pain the rest of my life. And, um, and so... I started to study about the back and then I ran into um, somebody when I was managing training departments for large training facilities, personal Mm -hmm. training for large corporate gyms in New York city. And he had um, studied in the university of Belgrade and we connected together, connected minds and we created this program and he showed me some stuff he learned in Belgrade and man, it really clicked and my back started to feel better instantly and we We put our our things together and it just like took off. We started helping people with severe back pain issues, all types of back pain issues naturally, just through movement. And then also coaching because there's an emotional diet component to it. And so people, all they have to do is follow the movement. And the whole purpose of the program is to give, empower the people. And like you said in your introduction, when you look in the mirror, you're the person that can take control of your health. That's my whole goal is to help people learn to take control of their own health because they can do it. And that's the most important thing is they can do it. It just takes a little research, a little bit of effort. And then once you have that power, the freedom that comes with it is just unbelievable.
0: Yeah, I love that you're an advocate of movement and stretching. And one thing that I tell my patients that really helps sink the concept in is a ship at sea will never develop barnacles, but a stagnant ship at dock will. Movement's the key. We don't want to have barnacles within us. We need to move. Tell us how you figured out a program of successful stretches to alleviate pain. Was it trial and error or did you just kind of study the way the joints move, they line up? So, yeah, I've been
1: studying uh, kinesiology, biomechanics. I've been training trainers, um, and then I hired this one trainer, and he had worked with uh, three different PhDs in the University of Belgrade. And what they did is actually they had, like, PhDs in statistics, sports science, exercise science, and they were actually using this method um, a little bit, uh, parts of the exercises on athletes, like high-level athletes, and then even people that just had severe Back injury, And so, so, yeah, so the first movement is to get nutrients, blood flow, oxygen to the area. And that is really what stimulates the natural healing. So a combination of those things, just getting the joint oiled and activating synovial fluid, activating more blood flow. Part of the issue is that we have a super sedentary lifestyle nowadays, and there's a lack of energy going into the lower back. And this is a problem because it's a point that takes on a lot of the stress. And so once we get the energy flowing, like I said, blood flow, nutrients, oxygen, et cetera, also there are de-stressing components to it, which it activates. And so, yeah, the first movement just gets that energy flowing. The second movement is what we call, some people call it a clam or a knee side dropout. And it starts to stretch the adductors, which is the inner thigh muscles, and it starts to activate the the abductors which are more of the glutes and the glute medius and this is directly connected with the lower back and so when we start to open up the pelvis a little bit mobilize these muscles that get very tight from sitting all day and these imbalances get caused and so uh, we start to fire up those muscles again we just enhance the 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 process that i was speaking about before more energy more blood flow and then the third exercise is a combination of those two movements. So we get the hip rotators involved, we get the glutes, we get the adductors, we get the core, we get the abs. And so now we're doing a movement that's directly targeting the muscles and the lower back in a healthy uh, way that just enhances everything around it. Like literally everything that's connected to it helps the nerves. So those three movements alone, if somebody just does those, It'll help tremendously. And then from there, we do other exercises that are stretching, um, similar to what people call a butterfly or a seat, seated sit and the sit and reach stretch, to decompress the back and the spine. And the way it's done is to literally take pressure off the discs and. A lot of people these days are told they have degenerative disc disease, which is essentially just aging. And some people age faster, and the reasons why they age faster is just what I'm speaking about. They're not getting the nutrients. They're not getting the rest. They're not getting the blood flow that the body needs. And so if they have that issue, most people aren't aware that you can actually heal the disc. The disc can start to rejuvenate if we give it what it needs, more, uh, you know, more fluids. So, um, so that's the process. It's literally like a step-by-step step system yeah. of movements and stretches done in a specific way that kind of unlocks uh, the issue with the back. And anything from bulging disc to sciatica to spinal stenosis, et cetera. It helps the whole body.
0: Talk to us about posture. I see so many people coming in with, you know, neck pain and their x-ray even looks like they were in a car accident and they have a term for it. It's called tech snack, a condition of people spending hours slouched over their cell phone, computer, or tablet. In your opinion, what role does posture play in back pain and neck pain and overall health?
1: Oh, man, 100%. It, it um, dramatically affects it. So when people are hunched over all day, they can cause imbalances. And so that's what we're seeing, the tech neck is somebody's neck is uh, hunched over leaning forward and it puts a lot of pressure on the discs. And if the posture is bad, man, people will have depression and not even really know it. That's how much it affects the body. They'll have anxiety because we're sending impulses from the brain down what I like to call the magical wand, which is our spine. And um, if there's an impedance, if it's, if it's being impeded upon, uh, we're not going to get those messages correctly and we're going to get the wrong message sent. So yes, uh, the, the program that I just spoke of, a lot of those things are directly connected to the lower back, but it also has to do with flexibility. It's a lack of movement. It's a lack of, uh, balancing out the movements. If you're sitting crouched over hunched over all day, doing a lot of, um, uh, movements that activate the shoulders, the upper back extensions. Um, and so that's one of the things we talk about is improving posture, and guess what? People get taller when they do when they do some of these stretches. Yeah,
0: so true. Plus, they say they say sitting sitting's the new cigarettes. You know, with so many people glued to their computers and smartphones, that interferes with the ability to hack their health into the right direction. Right? This constant sitting. I'm I'm standing up right now, absolutely. even talking about
1: it. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. And uh, yeah, just movement in general. I think you know we think about what people did. 50 years ago as opposed to what they do now and they were walking twice as much easily and now today people say like 10,000 steps that's like a bare minimum just to maintain healthy so um, a, a lot of people aren't getting that daily
0: so true and one of the chapters in your book is how our thoughts become action tell us the power of thoughts and how it relates to our good health yeah so
1: um I basically have a map in the book and it talks about how our experiences and our views shape our ego. And our ego is a great thing. It actually it for me is a conduit towards like consciousness, which right uh, brings us into reality. And so we we have these experiences in life. And we have these views and they get reinforced over and over again, especially if we're looking for them and they can get reinforced through experiences or through information in the news, the media, et cetera. And those views start to create belief systems. And once those belief systems are set, a lot of times they're very hard to change, but those belief systems are literally creating our words, thoughts, feelings, and actions. And so most people don't know that below the age of seven that they've been programmed and they already have a belief system set in, in stone and they don't question it. They don't question where it's come from. They don't question maybe who put it there. Right. And so in one of the parts of the book, uh, I just lay out ways to maybe look at your belief systems if you're not super happy with where your life is. So if your life is not like, for example, if you're unhealthy, typically you're programmed in a way that causes you to do things that are unhealthy. And so when we start to analyze those things, we start to see like, well, why do I do that? Well, why don't I do the opposite of that? Or why do I look at people who are healthy with disdain or why am I jealous or, and then you start to realize where your thoughts are coming from. And it ultimately leads to your actions. And so if we do what I call, a personal inventory so taking inventory of of you know what it is that you do right. and what the result is then you can just start to reverse engineer your life and just say hey these are the thoughts that are causing these feelings which are causing these actions and a lot of people maybe people listening to this know that a certain thought or a certain action or environment will trigger a guilt and shame and then people will start binge eating And that binge eating leads to excessive weight gain. And if they can slay, like, I think Tony Robbins has a saying where it's like slay the the monster before, slay the dragon, something, basically killing the the demons before they become monsters, something to that effect. Yeah. So if we're able to analyze our thoughts before they get to that point, before you go and grab the cake, or the box of donuts then you can stop yourself and say wait this is the thought this is the environment this is the action that's causing me to do this which is causing my health to decline
0: yeah it's basically toxic thinking which is you know it's so, so powerful and then you do another chapter on toxic exposure so i was going to ask you before we went out how many you know there's a lot of toxins that we're exposed to what's the most common toxin that we should be avoiding and how's that affecting our health
1: Oh man! Well, one of the things I tell people right off the bat, and uh, is most people have ill health. I find that they have amalgam fillings. I had my whole mouth filled with amalgam fillings, and it was a big part of my story. And so that's the first thing I would I would tell people to recognize or check out: Do you have heavy metals in your mouth? Uh, If you do, you want to get them out by a holistic doctor. There's um, a specific website for that. So that's the first thing I would say. Um, other toxins, everybody's different. So people react differently to certain toxins, but if you're ill and sick, what I would recommend is possibly doing um, a test. You can do a challenge test. And actually what I found in, in, in is that doing hair sample, uh, the P test and a blood sample is the best way to see what kind of toxins you have in your body because each toxin may have a specific protocol for chelation, and um, and chelation is basically the, the removing of toxins and, and heavy metals. Uh, and with that, what that what I'll say is there I talk about the Andy Cutler protocol, mm-hmm. which is um, a specific method of you know taking something every three hours. Right. Removing heavy metals is something that I, I, I always recommend speaking specifically with an expert on it. Um, so if that's your case, find somebody who's an expert.
0: Great. Talk to us about diet. The saying, the saying goes, food is medicine. What type of diet do you believe is the best one to follow?
1: Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's a good question. So in the book, I talk about intuitive eating because uh-huh. everybody's trying to follow a specific path. And what's good for somebody else may be absolutely terrible for another person. You know, like people are promoting veganism and it might be the worst possible diet for somebody trying to heal their gut. So, um, so you really have to go with your intuition. Um, there are tests that people can take to, to help this out, but not everybody has access to these tests. Not everybody has the money to take the test. Right. So I stick with elimination diet and intuitive eating. If you're sick and ill, you can start by removing things that are known um, agitators of the immune system, the immune response, um, the gut, etc. And so start to eliminate those things once at a time. Typically, it's going to be dairy, uh, you know, breads, uh, gluten, um, nightshades, those type of things have an, can have an issue with a lot of people or a reaction. So eliminating them over time. And then using the intuition, like most people today, they don't even think about what they eat. They just shove the food down their throat and then they go back to work and they don't pay any attention to how they feel afterwards. They just kind of push through the pain and discomfort. And so sitting down, consciously eating the food, maybe giving some gratitude to where your food came from. And then when you're done taking some time to reflect on how you feel afterwards, do you feel lethargic Do you feel angered do you feel irritated or do you feel lighter and better and more energized what what are the feelings that you feel and then you'll start to get a grasp of which foods work for you and those not to throw a curveball at everybody but those things can change too over time it's not about eating the same food we usually would eat seasonally and so that's another thing i'd recommend which is tough to do in the u.s
0: Yeah, intuitive eating, that's an interesting topic there alone there. In the minute we have left, is there anything else you'd like to share about healing hacks that we didn't get to?
1: Um, So one of the lowest hanging fruits that I recommend for everybody is hyperoxygenating the body, and I'm a Wim Hof instructor. Most people know who Wim Hof is, and I would highly recommend if you haven't heard of him and you're looking to get healthy to look into the Wim Hof method because the more you oxygenate the body, Uh, The more you'll trigger the mechanisms that spark the healing process and it's essential for everything, uh, every part of the body. So that's one of the lowest hanging fruits that anybody can do anywhere, anytime.
0: Fantastic. Well, thanks so much for being with us today. Healing Hacks, it's available at Amazon and BarnesandNoble.com. And to learn more about Ian and his system for back pain relief, go to BackPainReliefForLife.com. And you can follow Ian on Facebook at My Back Pain Coach and on Instagram at ian r heart and for my daily health tweets and facebook posts follow me at dr david friedman on instagram i'm at dr d friedman if you heard ian share something today that somebody you know needs to hear especially those suffering with back pain which is 85 percent of americans send them a link to this podcast it's available at to your and radio md.com and peruse our podcast library and share these segments with friends and family and coworkers. And on social media, this information is too important to keep to yourself. Sharing is caring. You can subscribe to our podcast on iHeartRadio and iTunes. More to come. Stay tuned and stay well.